God sort of works just like the alternator in the battery. The alternator is there so that the battery would rarely have to use its own power. God is here for us and the Holy Spirit is here for us so that we really have to use our own power. We don't have to go through life going off of our own strength if we are properly connected. You're listening to the Harvest Church Podcast. Here at Harvest, we love God, love people, and live with purpose. Our services are on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, let's listen into a message by William Stokes. Good evening, good evening. How's everyone doing this, this evening? All right. So right off the bat, y'all, I gotta, I gotta ask y'all to excuse me. I woke up this morning, realized it was uh, Ash Wednesday, so I didn't put any lotions on my hand. <laughs> I had to do that <laughs> because my daughters were in here and they said that my dad jokes are the worst, so yeah. So I got more dad jokes coming, all right? They'll be coming all night. <laughs> amen, amen. But I, I do count it an honor and a privilege to be before you guys tonight, um, you know, to deliver the word and, and pastor in his absence. When he was, um, pastor was talking to me about just the condition of the world, right? Um, just the fact that people are going through a lot and people need to be built up and encouraged because we are in some trying times, right? Now, we, we know that we're good when we, because we're people of the kingdom, but there's really a lot going on out in the world and we just need to be built up and encouraged. Um, there is a time of uncertainty out there. Um, if you look at the media, there's all types of strife and division. Um, they're promoting sin to our children, right? Sin and sinful lifestyle, you're seeing it all on TV, social media, wherever you look, that's what's being promoted to our children. And then even, and not to even mention the economy, right? Right? I mean, I'm, I, I can, you know, count the times that I've had heard conversations about people talking about the price of eggs, right? Anybody had that conversation here lately? The price of the eggs? So when I was, um, you know, when the prices first started going up, I was joking around with my family, right? And um, I told them, like, hey, I was, you know, I was riding down the street one day, and I saw a chicken. It was a chicken going down the street. He had a stack of $100 bills in his mouth, right? So I ran him down. I wanted to figure out where he got that, where he got that money. And what he told me was he started selling his own eggs and cut out the middleman. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I needed the drummer right there. <laughs> so God always has a way to prosper his people, even in perilous times, right? <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, as Pastor was sharing his heart for the people, uh, he mentioned this topic. And the topic was how to stay positive in a negative world. And as he was speaking and just short, sort of sharing his heart, for Harvest Church, like, isn't it, like, great to just have pastors after God's own heart who are really concerned about what you're going through, who's in tune with the times, who's, um, you know, keeping up with the world and the trends and things like that. 
But as he was speaking, the Holy Spirit was also speaking to me. And um, I kept hearing this word, recharge. Recharge. As Pastor was speaking, the Holy Spirit was saying recharge. So that is actually the title of my message tonight. And that's what you can expect to happen, right? Expect to be refreshed and renewed. But most of all, expect to be recharged. And, uh, you know, Deborah was right on it as she was sharing. And I'm like, okay, she must have been in my message because she talked about being renewed and being refreshed in his presence. And that's right along the line with what God wants us to do tonight. So as I get started, you're going to have to go ahead and pull out your spiritual charging cables, right? Like for your phones and y'all going to get plugged in and expect to be recharged tonight. All right. All right. Well, let's pray and we'll get right into the message. So Heavenly Father, I submit this message to you and your Holy Spirit. May the words come forth tonight with clarity and boldness. And also may your presence be felt as I stand before your people. Just allow me to be a vessel of honor. And I pray that the hearts and the minds of your people will hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church in this hour. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so really before I get into the bulk of the message, there's three scriptures that I want to share with you guys. Uh, Three passages of scripture, and all of these will come out of the New Living Translation. Uh, The first one is Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 through 19. And it reads like this. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And, and may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to, fully, to understand fully. Then we will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. All right, the next one I'm going to share is Jude verse 20. And it says, but you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. And then the last one is Acts chapter 3, verses 19 and 20. And it says, now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away then the times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord. So those scriptures actually say the same thing to me in line with this message. It's saying that God wants to recharge you with the power of his love, with the power of his spirit, and the power of his presence. So y'all ready to get recharged tonight? Anybody plugged up with me right now? Y'all plugged up? All right, great. So I'm going to start it off with a little story time, right? Anybody like stories? Somewhat unfortunately, this is based on a true story. (laughs) A story that happened last week as pastor was calling me and and, um, sharing with me about this topic. So, So last week, you know, my wife called me on the way home from work and she said that the battery light was on in her vehicle. And she was calling asking me, like, well, hey, should I just come home and swap vehicles or I should, just, should I just go on and, and, you know, go on about my day and do whatever I have and then check it out later on? 
So I gave her some advice that probably wasn't the best advice. <laughs> I told her, I said, well, you come home, turn the car off, and then crank it back up. If the battery light comes back on, swap the vehicle. If the battery light goes on, just go on about your business, and we'll figure it out later on, all right? So, like I said, it wasn't the best idea at the time, right? So, with my wife, if you know anything about her, she's a very loyal, devoted person. So, she has so many commitments and wears so many hats, just like a lot of you moms or parents or just people in general. So, you know, she had things to do like taxiing the kids around. You know, she had work commitments, church commitments, commitments to the community organizations and all of those things. And so because she had all those things going on, she just kind of prayed and hoped that everything would be all right. And then we'll just get the battery checked out later on. Right. Well, didn't work out like that. <laughs> so let's just say, uh, long story short, the vehicle ended up breaking down. And what I'll just call it, I'll just say an unfavorable part of town to make it nice. Right. So. And uh, once the car broke down, it became a whole situation. Does anybody know what I mean when I say a whole situation? Anybody ever had a whole situation? <laughs> you know, so, you know, I had to get off work. You know, I had to come to where they were. We had to call the tow truck to tow it to the mechanic and all of this type of stuff. You know, the kids got home late. They were hungry. They were grumpy and a whole situation. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we got through the night and all of that. Uh, and then the next morning, the mechanic checked it out and found out the alternator had gone bad. Right. Now, I don't know a whole lot about cars. Right. But I do know enough to preach this message. <laughs> and I do know that the alternator is the source that sends the power to the electrical system of the car. Right. The alternator is what charges the battery. Now, here's the thing. When the battery is fully charged, right? When the battery is fully charged, it can basically run the car off of its own power and off of its strength, own strength, temporarily. But if that battery is not connected properly to the alternator, if it's not receiving power from the alternator, it's going to drain itself, right? Y'all follow me? Okay. Now, if y'all got that, I kind of preached already. <laughs> and the rest of this is just going to be a good story. <laughs> but, like I said, unless, the, and, and unless you test the alternator, right, there's really not an obvious way to tell if the battery is being charged or not. So, for a certain amount of time, my, act, my wife was actually driving around just off the power that was in the battery. And even though she was still going, uh, the power was steady draining. But the battery was operated off of its own strength because it wasn't getting power from the source. Right? Y'all follow me? All right. Well, the story gets even better. So, uh, the mechanic, you know, was able to fix my wife's car and everything. So the next day, when I was taking her to go pick up the car, my battery light came on. <laughs> right? So my battery light came on, 
And uh, so we got it checked out and come to find out that my alternator was bad too. <laughs> so, so basically, for an undetermined amount of time, both of our vehicles seemed to be running fine, but they were disconnected from the true source of power. It was just running off of the strength of the battery, right? And, and, and God sort of works just like the alternator and the battery. The alternator is there so that the battery would rarely have to use its own power. God is here for us, and the Holy Spirit is here for us so that we rarely have to use our own power. We don't have to go through life going off of our own strength if we are properly connected, right? Amen, amen. So, so with that, I said, okay, Lord, there has to be a lesson in that. And as I start to really examine myself spiritually, I was just really able to see some areas in my own life to where I was running off of my own strength. I wasn't running off the source. I was going through the motions, right? Doing things out of religion and ritual and routine, but it wasn't always out of reverence and always out of relationships. Still praying every day, read the Bible every day. I have affirmations and confessions and things I was doing every day, literally every day. But there wasn't, that, that connection wasn't quite there. Once I went back and tested the alternator, right? Because like I said, there's really no way that's obvious, it's not very obvious that you're running off of your own strength in the beginning until something breaks down, right? And you don't know that you're not connected to the alternator unless you do a test. Spiritually speaking, Paul will say, examine yourself to see if you're in the faith, amen? But anyway, um, my battery was draining. And there may have been some signs there um, but they weren't anything obvious, right? And that may be, now I know y'all saying now, like, hey, didn't our pastor tell you to give an encouraging message? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to get to the encouraging part, right? We're going to get there. But the reason I say that is because, you know, that situation happened, and it caused me to examine myself and to check myself, and I'm like, Wow. I'm not as connected as I thought. But the reason that God gave me this message is because I'm sure that I'm not the only one. Amen. But here's the good news. Tonight, we're getting hooked back up to the alternator. Right? And already, just because you've been connected and you're locked in right now, God is already supernaturally recharging you. Right? If you came in there empty, you should be at least about 25, 30% right now <laughs> already. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So uh, we will be discussing three areas that God wants to charge you up in. Yep, that was the introduction. Hopefully I can get through the message right there. But the three areas we're going to discuss where God wants you to recharge. He wants to recharge your mind. Recharge your mouth, and he wants to recharge your money. 
All right? So we're going to work on those three areas tonight, and we're just going to take our time and just sort of go through it. And um, I'm going to share some scriptures and examples with you, and we'll go from there. And, and you should leave out of here on 100%, right? Or at least 95. <laughs> Enough to get through until Sunday, right? So the first area is uh, recharge your mind. So how do you recharge your mind? You recharge your mind by disconnecting from negativity and the things of this world and connecting to the things of God, right? Now, we know we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And because we're in this world, we have to interact with people who may not think like us, who may not believe like us. We may go into environments to where the presence of God is just not uh, uh, readily accepted or it's not welcome. And when we're in those environments and when we're dealing with those people, those things can drain us if we're going into those environments in our own strength. If we're going in and we hadn't been properly connected and properly charged up. So, um, there's a couple of scriptures I'm going to share with you. And the first one is uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Did I have that up there? Okay. Yeah. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And um, so one thing about this, this scripture, it's, it's really one that's, that's near and dear to my heart. Because uh, as I was going through uh, some, of the, some of the darkest times in my life, um, you know, battling addictions and things like that, this is one of the scriptures that I really got a hold of. And that I would use in times of temptations or when, 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 when things got really heavy and when things got really dark, <clears throat> I could go to the scripture. In um, Philippians 4 and 8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think or meditate on these things, right? And, and the thing about this scripture, um, sometimes when you're, when you're going through certain things in life, you can have the word and you can be standing on the word, but sometimes you need like a point of contact, right? You need a point of reference at time. And I had this scripture but my, I had a physical point of contact. You know, this was before my children were born, but I had a baby picture of my niece, and I would ride around with that picture, with that picture in the dashboard. And, and when I was going through and, and, and battling and when things got tough, I could look at that picture and I could think of Philippians 4 and 8. I was like, oh wow, this is pure. This is lovely. This is virtuous, right? And, and I can use that picture. I can use that point of contact, not as an idol, but just something to know that God's word is true. It was a point of reference. And sometimes when you're going through certain situations in life, you can find a word that you can stand on. But while you're standing on that word, maybe there's something, a physical uh, point of contact that you need, uh, Solomon, I'm not sure what proverb it is. It says uh, he would bind a, uh, what is it? Bind a string around your finger. 
as a, as a way to remember, right? So I want to encourage you, even if you're going through something right now, find your point of contact to where you can, um, not that the word needs a supplement, but sometimes you can supplement the word, right? Just like a vitamin, like you get your nutrition, but sometimes you just add some supplements that can actually enhance it. But Philippians 4 and 8 is one way that God is going to recharge your mind. You can use that scripture. When you start meditating on things that are, are true, that are just, that are pure, you know, instead of what the enemy is saying, instead of your problem, instead of your circumstances, when you start meditating on those things, you will see the goodness and the salvation of the Lord, right? And see, here's the thing. And it's very obvious, but one of the biggest attacks that the enemy is using right now is on the mind. It's about with mental health and things like that. And we know that there's a natural side of it, but we don't downplay the supernatural side of it, right? When you get that word of God working in your situation, when you get the power of God working, when you know that you're loved, when you let the Holy Spirit come in and, and, and start moving things around and start recharging some things, right? Why are you taking whatever medication or why are you talking to whoever you need to talk to? That's how it works. You know, God puts his soup on the natural. And, and then on the other side of that, we don't downplay what the enemy is doing. We understand that there are demonic forces that work against the church. But what we have to remember that, like the church, the body of Christ, we're not the defensive team. We're the offensive team. So, so, so the enemy don't attack us. Anything he does is a counterattack. But see, we are the offensive team. And we come... With, we come with the power, we come with authority, we come with the name of Jesus, we come with the word, and, and the enemy, he can't withstand it. The gates of hell cannot prevail against the church, against the church that knows it's the church, right? Because the devil, he'll come speaking lies. I'm going to tell you something about the devil, right? The devil will quote a scripture and still be lying. Because he's coming from a place of deception. He will quote the word, give your word for your situation and the word of God. He'll make the word of God a lie. Because he's the father lies. That's his native tongue. He can't speak any other language but a lie. Amen. That wasn't in my message. That was free like Brother Leon would say. <laughs> but let's get back to it. Um, the next scripture I have here is Ephesians chapter 4, verses 21 through 23. And it says, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your formal, uh, and your formal way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. And instead, let the spirit renew or recharge your thoughts and your attitudes. So you have to allow the spirit to recharge your thoughts and renew your attitude, right? So that means take your time with the Holy Spirit. Take your time and meditating on the word. Get in his presence, right? That's what, it's a three-letter word, but it's a big word 
when it comes to your deliverance and when it comes to receiving things from God. You have to let him. It says, let the spirit do these things, right? And one, one place in the scripture says, we have the mind of Christ, right? But then it also says, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. So we have to allow it. We can't block what God wants to do with our mindset, with, with what some people will call stinking thinking, right? And the enemy comes against our mind because he knows that is where the transformation takes place. We are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Amen? Amen. But in order to, inchar- uh, to, to recharge your mind, every now and then you just have to shut some things out. Right? Sit, meditate that word, get connected to the power source and allow that, that supernatural charge to come through. So, uh, like even my, my daughter sometimes, like, I'm going to mess with them since they're here. <laughs> like, if, if they're on their devices or whatever, iPads or whatever, they will run the battery all the way down. Right? And I'm like, Don't, didn't you see that 3%? And you still kept talking, you still kept playing? And they'll let the battery run all the way down and then go plug it up in the charger and still try to use it while it's plugged up and charging. <laughs> we do the same thing. We try to say that we're connected with God and, and there's nothing wrong with this. I'm just saying this as an example. Like, okay, I want to I pray in the car on the way or I want to just listen to praise and worship music while I'm driving where I'm going. That's good and I'm not knocking that. But sometimes you have to just sit with that, uh, that, that dedicated time, whatever it may be, just sit with that dedicated time, shut everything off, and let God just come in and recharge your spirit. Amen? Amen. All right. Are y'all leave at, at least at 50, 60% right now? <laughs> Some of y'all might have shot up to about 80 real quick. <laughs> All right. All right. That's recharging your mind. Uh, The next thing we want to talk about really quick is recharging your mouth. Recharging your mouth, the way you speak. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. And it says, for the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. You don't even have to preach a scripture like that. You could just read it and, and, and let, God, let God work. But regardless of what's going on around us, we have to continue to speak the word of God. Why? Because that's where the power it is. is. It's so easy to, it's just, I don't know, it's just like that. It's so easy to like speak negative, right? It speaks, it's so easy to speak negative and things that are against the word of God. But we have to stay charged up uh, because of, just because of the hour that we're living in, right? So we have, it's easy to fall into negative conversations, whether it's at work, uh, social media, um, whether you're in the grocery store, talking about those eggs, right? <laughs> when you're looking at the eggs and somebody come talk to you. But like, you ever been in the store and then someone comes and talk to you, says something negative to you and it's totally opposite of what you're believing for, or totally opposite to the word, and then they're looking at you like they want you to come in agreement with it. <laughs> that like happens all the time when you like believe in God something 
You could be fresh out of prayer, you know, praying in the Holy Ghost for two hours, and then you go in the grocery store, the enemy trying to tear down what you just prayed for, right? But the good thing about it is, next time you go in the store and somebody start talking about them eggs, you could just say, hey, I know a guy that knows a chicken. Get you some eggs for the low. <laughs> I, need to, I need to find that chicken, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I might need some eggs. <laughs> but yeah, so we definitely, we have to speak what the word, uh, word of God says. That's why it's so important to uh, daily recharge and renew our minds and our mouth on the word of God, right? So here's the thing. What we put in our minds that's what drops down in our heart, right? And the word says out of the abundance of the heart, that's what the mouth is going to speak. So it's so important to one, not only renew your mind, but renew your mouth, right? Because once, once it's in your mind and it drops down in your heart and gets full, once you speak it and believe it and you're connected, it's going to come out with power. Like the scripture says, it's not mere talk but it's living by God's power. And when we're properly aligned and properly connected, we can speak with God's power and God is gonna watch over his word to perform it. Amen? Amen, amen. So, uh, one of the things too, just to shift gears a little bit, uh, there was a phrase, I was just sort of, and this was a few months ago. I was just sort of sitting with the Lord and just meditating, just spending some time. And he, uh, the phrase came up, and it's not in Scripture, but it's just a phrase. And it says that, and, the, and I believe the Holy Spirit was saying to me that most Christians are too lazy to speak the Word of God. Because it's so much easier to speak according to what you see. It's so much easier to speak according to your circumstance. And then he started talking to me about a heavenly language, right? There is a heavenly language. And when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and when you're praying and speaking in tongues, that's only one part of the heavenly language. That's the beginning of it. But there's a heavy, heavenly language, and what it is is not speaking anything that's not in line with the Word of God or with the will of God. Once you take the time to, to structure your words and, and, and just really take time to sit back and pause and think before you say anything, take time to let God recharge your mouth, your language changes. Just like, was it Peter? When he said, your, your speech betrays you. I know you've been with Jesus because you sound like him. And so, as believers, the world should say, like, I know you've been with the Holy Spirit because you sound like him. The words you're speaking, they sound heavenly. This is not worldly speech. This is not a worldly language. This is a heavenly language, right? In my house, there are certain words that I consider curse words, right? And they're not profanity. If you're speaking out out of line of what the Word of God says or what we're believing for or what we are trusting God for, that is a curse word in my house. And we speak blessed words, right? We don't have to speak about fear. We speak about courage. 
We don't speak about lack. We speak about God's unlimited resources. We speak about his power. You know, it, it, there's a heavenly language that, that we have and that we can use. And if you sit and let God recharge your mouth, you can begin to speak that heavenly language or enhance your heavenly language because I know many of you are speaking that language right now. But this is just putting words to what you're already doing for some of you. Amen? So that was recharging your mouth. And I'm going to get to this last one, and we're going to get on out of your way. And uh, the last one is recharge your money. Right? Proverbs 28 and 20. And again, Deborah was right on it. I love my scriptures and stuff like that, talking about honoring God. But Proverbs uh, 28 and 20, in the message translation, it says, committed and persistent work pays off. Get rich uh, quick schemes are ripoffs. There's a lot of ripoffs out there, right? And there's a lot of people who present things that seem like shortcuts, right? And, and it's not going to last. It's not going to last. You may prosper for a few, but... It's a ripoff or seem to prosper. It's a scripture in Psalm. It might be Psalm 1 where David was talking about how, you know, he saw the enemy and it seemed like he was prospering. While he was down there just a poor man, he was struggling to get by. I'm paraphrasing. And it seemed like the enemy was prospering, not knowing that that prosperity was not going to last. Right. There's there's certain uh, principles and things that God has in place that we just can't ignore. Um, And again, I'm going to go with Proverbs 13 and 11. And it says, wealth from get-rich-quick schemes quickly disappear. Wealth from hard work grows over time. And like I said, you know, there are laws and principles in place that just can't be violated. Right? So even in your finances, if you stay connected to God, if you stay connected to the alternator, he's going to do some great things, Right? In other words, God has to always be your source of power and always be your strength, right? You can run off of your own resources and your own power temporarily, and you may see some things happening, but, but uh, there's a scripture that says you can, you know, get money the wrong way, and it'll be like uh, having bags with holes in it, right? Like my mom used to say, that money will burn a hole in your pocket, <laughs> And I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Let me give you a couple more scriptures and then I'll get on out of the way. Uh, Genesis 8.22 says, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So seed time and harvest is, is always going to be around, right? Um, you can't keep your finances charged up if you're not honoring God, if you don't honor God with your finances, you can run, like I said, you can do some things temporarily, but it's just, it's just not going to work. Um, you know, and here's the thing about it. We know that God is a just God, and so that's why he instructed us to give as he prospered us as individuals. So we don't have to match anyone else's giving, and we don't even have to compare where we are financially to anyone else. Because God, God knows what we need, right? 
and we have different assignments, different gifts, and all types of things like that. And then the last scripture that I'm going to give you, and then we're going to get on out of the way, is Psalm 34, verses 8 through 10. And it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. All the joys, all the joys of those who take refuge in him, fear the Lord, you his godly people. For those who fear him will have all they need. Even our strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. So basically, if you stay plugged in, in the area of finances, you are going to see the goodness of the Lord. You have everything you need and everything that is good for you to have at the moment, right? So if you don't have it now, it's not good for you to have it now because that's the nature and the character of God. Even as a father, like there's some things, there's some resources that I have that I could give to my daughters, but it's not good for them to have it right now, right? But they have everything that they need, as long as you stay connected. (laughs) As long as they stay connected to the source, right? So I, I say that to say just allow God to recharge your finances and your money by trusting him as the source of your financial strength. Amen. Amen. Well, I had an assignment to encourage you guys. Hopefully I did all right. Hopefully someone leave encouraged. If you don't leave encouraged, hopefully you got something out of it. Amen. Is anyone at least at about 80% charge right now? <laughs> all right, we got at least. All right. So I'm charged up. So, um, like I said, tonight was more so just a reminder um, that we weren't designed to run off of our own strength, right? That's, that's the thing, the whole the alternator and the battery situation, the alternator is designed so the battery does not have to run everything on its own strength. And that's how God has things set up. You don't have to go through this life alone. God wants to empower you and charge you up with his love. He wants to charge you up with his word, with his presence, with his Holy Spirit. You don't have to go out draining yourself, trying to do it on your own. Like sometimes that is the source of some like sicknesses and diseases and all of these stress because there's areas to where you're not connected. But if you just lay it down and just fully surrender, just say, Lord, just charge me, charge me. Just sit and get quiet with the Lord and let him charge you, let him build you up. Uh, Like the Apostle Paul said, examine yourself to see if you're in the faith. Examine yourself and see if there's some areas that you just need to connect back up to God, right? Because it is very easy, like once you start learning the word, once you um, get it in your heart and you memorize it, sometimes it can be very easy to just go off of your own strength. When you're in a situation, you just, hey, you're quoting the scripture. But like we found out, you know, the kingdom of God is not just a bunch of talk, but it's power, right? And if you're not connected, you can quote that scripture and all you're doing is draining yourself. That scripture has to come from the power source like God flows through us he works through us amen amen so tonight 
um, it's just crucial that we stay connected to God as our source in every area of our lives so we don't uh, be drained. You just, we just talked about three areas tonight, but there's so many other areas in life that I want to encourage you to examine yourself. See if you're connected. See if you're charged up. If you're feeling drained in the area, just make sure you're connected to the source. Amen? Amen. Well, we're going to pray and then uh, we'll get on out of here. You might get out a little early tonight. You can have a little bit of fellowship out in the hallway, right? But before we go, we do want to remind you all to come out uh, Sunday. We have services at 9 a.m. and 11. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word that you brought forth tonight. We pray that the people are encouraged and stirred up. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that the hearts and the minds were prepared to be charged up tonight. And we thank you for what you've done in a supernatural way. We give you all the glory, honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. If this message was a blessing to you, make sure to share with your friends and leave a review. For more information about who we are and where we're located, check out our website at harvest-triad.com.